final countdown. Should I do the clap? Do we need that? Maybe. I don't know. But, um, Pat, how are you today? It's good to, good to see doing, you as always. I'm doing all right. How about you, Jeremy? Good. So what are what are we what are we doing today? Is this the... Jeremy, I heard we're doing a live stream tonight. We are doing a live stream. In fact, this is the live stream of the Create Slash Invent podcast. And you can see it's a live stream because, because I couldn't quite get my uh, nice Sony camera working. So you're, you're stuck with the web interface. But on the other hand, you know, if you decide to call in, we, uh, you know, you might not be the... You might not have the worst camera in the room, so I'm just trying yeah, there's to... There's a link in the YouTube video to if you want to call in. Right, right. So I think... How about um, this, Jeremy? That's... My, oh, nice. My Star Trek people are beaming in because I'm drinking my coffee and it's slowly cooling off here. Okay, nice. You know, I heard... I don't I don't quite remember this from the show, but didn't... um, uh, Was it the engineer? What's the engineer's name? Scotty. Scotty. Hi. Didn't he not like beaming down because he never knew if he was, if it That's was him? That's the doctor. That's Bones. Oh, he okay, was, Bones. He didn't right. want to scramble his molecules. Right. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta think about that because you know maybe maybe you have all the characteristics of the person before, but you might not actually be this other. Might not actually be that person. That yeah, there's person the might whole be. theory that you're always killing one when you create another. Everything. Yeah, and that was like why um, even taking the one apart, just put the other one down there, and then there'd be two of them, and it'd, it's well, very philosophical, Jeremy. Very. Although you know what's not philosophical is uh, the Prestige. You ever see that movie? Yes, the same thing. That was, was fantastic. I won't. We won't exactly spoil it, but there's some definite. It's very obvious what's going on there once you see it. Th that's what I was thinking, but I think I was mixing it up with the other magician movie that came out the same. Right. Week. You know, like yeah, there's was, always was, two asteroid movies because, and two magician movies. There was another cause, one. Because the other one, I think it was fairly bad. It was Edward Norton and Jessica Biel. And then the uh, Prestige was um, Hugh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman and Scarlett and Johansson. So so apparently apparently that is vastly superior. Although I think I, I think they're all good actors. I think they just maybe maybe made maybe made the wrong choice on that one. That might even would that be the first Marvel movie? If they're in a movie together, the first X-Men crossover into the Marvel universe, that can't be true. Oh, because... Because right, Wolverine uh, and uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. You know, I have a slight problem with that because Black Widow was like a minor character in the Iron Man comic book, but somehow she's like a member of the Avengers now and a big deal. She must have gotten comic books between when you read the Iron Man <laughs> comics. And... Okay, that, that's a good point because when I read comic books was... Uh, a long time ago so maybe I, mean, she's... I know very little about comic books yeah i there was you know like a maybe three-year stretch where i knew maybe something or other so that was that was a while ago and things have changed i guess when um, i was a kid i used to watch the spider-man live action show from the 70s the late 70s really? maybe and the incredible hulk with bill bixby and uh, lou ferrigno did you okay did you partake in these when you were small? no you know it's like it's like I think I'm just like a tiny bit younger than you, Pat. Not much, but you it's know, it's enough, like one though. of those things that you know. I'm I'm just old enough to know that um, Marky Mark and Will Smith were rappers, and I feel like yeah. if you were any younger, you know, it's like that generation. You know, if you were born two years later, you'd have no idea. Well, I, I remember think. thinking, not knowing that Will Smith wasn't DJ Jazzy Jeff, and the other guy was the Fresh Prince. The first time I saw those music videos on MTV. It's uh, yeah, you know, cuz they don't tell you. You know, they don't put, you know, cr 
credits or anything or intro. Right. You just have to that's, guess. That's a good. That's a good point. You know, I saw they're actually remaking that movie or show or something. I, I thought that oh, was geez. a little. I thought they were remaking the the rap duo of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, and I was a little confused. But the show that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense it's, to me. I mean, you know. But my, I heard it's going to well. be. Did I hear right? Is this the right show that it's going to be serious instead of funny? I think that'd be. I, I I'm not interested at all if it's that. <laughs> If it ain't funny, I ain't watching it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, and then, so who's Carlton? How's he, you know, what's he's, well, what's he supposed to be? I can't do the dance sitting here. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't, if it's not a comedic show, then how do you have a guy like that, that you're just lambasting yeah. the whole time for being fairly nerdy? I can't imagine. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so yeah, this podcast, we, we talk about uh, engineering stuff and whatever whatever else we have whatever else is tangential i suppose it's true um before we get before we get into things though matt pat matt why do i anyway last last episode we had matt perks on so that was confusing jeremy this is why i call people hey you and hey Hey, you over there because i don't want to screw up anybody's names right well speaking of names why don't we go ahead and do the coffee break first because you know we're doing live so might as well make sure we get everybody in right yeah i'd like to do the coffee break Top Talk five slow Patreons. so I can bring up the website so that I don't screw up and say the URL wrong when it's my turn. Okay. To... All right. So, uh, so first, our first Patreon, alphabetically and or when they char- when they joined is Carl. So Carl, congratulations on uh, your number one. Michael Sizer, thank you very much. That's awesome. Raptor, creatively spelled, of course. Stuart Morrow. Uh, Brian Moses and Positive Waves. Those are our handful of patrons. If you have six fingers, if you're yeah. the six-fingered man, Inigo Montoya is gonna <laughs> come and get you. So yeah, so so thank out. you He's so coming. much. So thank you so much for your support, um, Pat. If somebody did want to be a a patron of the show, what what would they do? Oh, Jeremy, if somebody wanted to be a patron, I would be touched. I would feel touched. And if you wanted to do that, you would go to the website patreon.com slash create invent all one word very nice no slash well there's a slash after patreon.com but in create slash invent there's no slash it's just create invent okay very good well hopefully uh, somewhere yeah well we we, uh we love that of course and we love uh if you guys want to give us a thumbs up or rating or whatever on whatever whatever platform you listen and or watch us we'd uh We'd appreciate that for sure. I appreciate uh, that more than a dollar on Patreon, Jeremy, I think. Okay. Do yeah, you believe that? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't want to be insulting to anyone who's on Patreon because I appreciate that too. I, but I'd, I'd buy that for a dollar, like I said. I recognize that reference. Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite know what it's from. but Yeah, it's, I'm it's having a, trouble remembering exactly, but I can hear it and I can see it <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Well, well listen, Pat, since... um. Since we we got off talking about movies to begin with, we do have a subject that kind of um, kind of crosses the border between engineering and, and movies, right? Some movie Ooh. cinematics. Oh, we do. I heard you uh, started watching uh, the Michael Bay movie Ambulance. Is that what you're uh, alluding I, to? I did start watching Ambulance, and I may watch the rest tonight. We started it last night, and um, you know it's interesting when we started um, started watching it. I, t- I told my wife, I said, you know, this guy. And I said J.J. Abrams because I was confused. I said, this guy is really known for his, his spinning shots. 
you know, I was thinking about the rock and stuff and how he's sometimes, sometimes not, sometimes criticized for that, for, you know what I'm talking about, right, Pat? Well, I know that he's, well, I don't know about J.J. Abrams. Oh, J.J. Abrams is criticized for all the lens flare, right? The, I, I, I said J.J. I said Abrams, yep. but I meant Mike, but Michael, I have said All Michael I know Bay. about Michael Bay is explosions. Right. That's He's all quite I the, know. Anyway, in this, in this movie, though, Ambulance, Michael Bay has been given a new tool in the form of drone videography. Yeah, not and, just drones, but first-person view First-person view drones. So this, this movie... You know, on on one level, it was just absolutely amazing. I mean, you were seeing the these people do the people piloting. You saw them go under, yeah, under um, under a, a cop car. You saw them just flying around, circling, whatever. I think even following people. And yeah. they they did this thing too, where like they go next to a building, and then what do they call that that's when you a, drop down? A, that's a dive where you point the camera a dive. straight down. They did. You... I, I mean, it's unbelievable because because Pat, I I don't I'm not not as good as you, but. I mean that's a hard that's a hard procedure, right, to do that correctly. Well, and when I do something like that, I have a not usually something this small and cheap, and this is way small. This is an FPV drone that I'm holding up here, but yeah, I'm flying, you know, something that's a couple of hundred dollars and dropping it down towards the pavement, right? But those guys are flying thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollar drones with ten thousand dollars a camera up on top and who knows, you know, what other stuff? I mean, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah, and probably a lot heavier too. I imagine they. Oh yeah. I would have to imagine they handle differently. Yep. But maybe, maybe not. Similarly, but, but it's it's a little more sluggish, a little more. You know, you can't you can't expect it to. Yeah. You know, catch itself and as quickly. I I think they were even chasing helicopters at one point, but I, I oh, you know maybe that was another. No, I'm bummed I don't really out, know. Jeremy, because as you know, uh, one of our friends here locally in dallas was one of the couple of couple of two three fpv pilots that did the work on uh on ambulance that's that's amazing and i haven't seen the movie yet jeremy okay well well, that's all right it was it was on amazon prime so we we booted it up and uh, um i gotta be honest the 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 talent on display on the pilots was was phenomenal but it was almost like they were making a movie about how good of an FPV pilot they were. Well, now I really want to I see just, it, Jeremy. I just, it was just like, I just felt like the movie was about the drones. If you knew, if you knew that what that was, and if you didn't, you just think the movie was about spinning around and crazy shots all the time. So I just feel like I feel like Michael Bay. It's like you know this guy's guy's known for spinning shots and action or whatever. He got a new tool. It's like it's like somebody gave him a new power saw. And he decided to just nail every every nail on his deck in with this. Just with he his just power used it saw. With his power <laughs> saw, yes. He just banged it. And but you know, he, he didn't. He, you know, it's like he got done cutting it. He said, "Okay, I can do, I can do a couple of good shots with this." But no, no, no. He didn't stop there. He did. He did like every shot with it. Yep. And I feel like there's there needs to be like, it's not not, not the pilot's fault at all. I, I hope hope your friend doesn't get offended on that or anybody, because <laughs> it was. It was amazing, amazing talent. It just, you know, you don't have to use it for everything. Well, from watching the you know. interviews after the movie, like with Michael Bay and watching people talk about this, you know, it sounds like Michael Bay didn't know what they'd be able to do. The pilots didn't know what they'd actually be able to accomplish, what would actually work, what they could successfully do. And they just said, well, try this, see if it works. 
like that one shot where there's a police car going off a ramp and they fly a drone underneath and then the drone spins around and looks back yeah. at the they only got one shot at that they didn't because you know it costs ten thousand twenty thousand dollars just to jump a car right because you're going to ruin the the police car and i mean i assume it's a junk police car. i assume it's not a brand new vehicle you, you but have to think so you can't do it again it won't look clean again and they're like well how do we know how to get the timing right how do you know you're going to make it under at the right you know it's but they did it. They managed to do, sh- to make shots like that work, and it's. I think it's amazing. And yeah, it was. So yeah, I guess I didn't realize it. I mean, this is a, maybe one of the first. This is a groundbreaking movie as far as that goes. It's not just they've used this more than. There's at least there was another before, one. Maybe? There was an, a Netflix movie called Red Notice that came out around. Okay. It might have been released before Ambulance, but they're probably being filmed at around the same time. And one of the other famous FPV pilots was doing the work on that. And there were some really good shots in Red Notice. Okay. Not quite I don't as, know if I saw not that as, uh, or not. Not as uh, difficult to, you know, one shot, and if you don't get it, you're hosed kind of shots like Ambulance had. But, like, Red Notice had a shot where they started out with the dive, followed a car, like, it felt like three miles. It's probably not that far. And I swear they must have brought the drone in with the car and then a cameraman must have grabbed that drone and you know done the rest of the shot because it's just a smooth drone shot to what looks like a handheld on a you know gimbal kind of shot it was i i'd love to know how they did it it's amazing it's amazing to me as somebody with a gopro on top of his fpv drone (laughs) not knowing how i would ever manage to do that especially so smooth well that's a that's a that's a good point i mean because you know, not to not to insult you, but you're a you're an amateur, mm-hmm. a, a lot better than I am, obviously. And these people, they're probably the best in the world with some of the best camera equipment in the world. So I guess, I guess, I guess, in, in some level, you'd have to expect they would do a good job. Yep, I'm just amazed that the logistics of how they must have got that shot. It just uh, it feels to me like something that you can't actually do, and they did it. And I'd love to know how. Um. <laughs> But, but filmmakers we, have a new tool ahead. in their pocket now, and yes. it's going to be amazing to see what they do with it. I think it'll be great uh, a great tool once people, once the producers or or what have you, once the director, I guess. Yeah, sure. Anyway, once they once All they decide what it could be, uh, you know, dro- drone the movie, maybe that could be, <laughs> could have been. I feel like we've droned on and on about that enough. Why don't we do something uh, seriously more technical and talk about your uh, upcoming Kickstarter? Yeah, I've been um, looking at doing another Kickstarter um, on my JC JC Pro Macro. As you may or may not know, that that's the first one right here. I've got the the second one. It has eight buttons. It's got a rotary encoder, and it's got GPO I/O pins on it. The new feature I put on this, the, the big new feature, is that is that now you can. I think this is a new one. Well, maybe this is maybe that's the old if one. That's not a new one. It's um, gonna rip it to pieces. That's not the. So yeah, this new one. I think this is a new new design. You can actually pull out the the key switches, so it's it's hot swappable. It's also got a couple little little improvements as far as how things are. Jeremy's excited that laid it's hot out. swappable, but I think of all all you folks out there are going to be excited that it means you don't have to have a soldering iron to assemble a kit when you receive one if you choose to uh, purchase. Right. So I think that's going to be a really uh, really nice thing because you can make a it can be a solder free kit, and so when I, I 
ship it to people. People, you know, you got a... What was it was that? a beep. Did you hear that? I did. Hmm. All right, well... Hmm, I don't know. Actually, I, th- I had an oscilloscope running, so maybe it just, like, turned off automatically or something. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? I can ship it as a, like, no solder kit now. So, you know, even though it's not going to be... You know, I'm just looking looking at the pricing and stuff, and it's, like, the fully assembled... Whereas before, that was a huge, huge price differential just because I had to do a lot of work on it. But for the new one, I think it won't be nearly nearly the price difference. So that'll that'll be good. Um, the other thing that's, that's kind of neat about it, and this isn't really a, a new feature because it could be used on the old one, I'm going to have an option of using, let's see, an RP2040 board in the form RP. of the... RP? Most likely the... Yeah, RP, which is Raspberry Pi 2040. Since it's got the uh, swappable, it's got like a socket there, you can just swap them out. And so I'm probably probably going to make it a, a Raspberry Pi Pi board now. You know, only thing is I, t- I tried to um, try to turn it in and have it approved, and they said it wasn't basically it wasn't new enough. Like I didn't do anything to it to to change it. Well, I think so, the hot swap keys are a huge change and a huge improvement. I, I think so too, I, and I don't really know what happened. I think maybe they just didn't look at it closely enough, or maybe I didn't. Or maybe in combination, maybe I didn't point out that the new features of it as well as maybe I, I should have. So that's, I guess that's just something to um, keep in mind if you're going to do a, a new Kickstarter to <laughs> to make sure they know what's what's going on. Well, I, I hear there's some, some interesting improvements using the Raspberry Pi 2040 instead of the Arduino uh, Pro Micro. I was going to call it a micro, that's wrong. The Arduino Pro Micro. Well, they call it the KB2040 or SparkFun has a version called the, I think it's just Raspberry Pi RP2040 Pro Micro or something like that. Anyway, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm almost, I'm thinking I'll use the KB2040, but I'm not certain. You know, the RP2040 is a, a, an incredible chip, but this, um, it's also got a expansion port on it, which is kind of, kind of neat. So, you know, maybe I could plug in new accessories later or something. It's just got a, um out a quick connector okay. or a stemma qt so that's pretty cool you know i think kind of what you were getting at is the rp2040 that that chip yeah well it has uh it's, it's a more powerful microprocessor it has more ram has more flash you can run circuit python on there that's right so so this new rp2040 it's a raspberry pi product it's released in uh january 2021 and it actually has let's see 30 gpio uh four of which are analog which is, you know, a big improvement. Although, you know, you, you have, you, you, you get, you lose a few when you bring it into you get that what you, micro form factor. Right. You, you get what you get with that. You know, the, I guess the big thing is That's it's why 133 megahertz. A quick connect on the back to use some of those other 30, you know, the 12 that are left That's, over. When, I don't know the math, but some are left over that are not on that pro micro form factor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's right. Um, so yeah, you got that. You can use the extra GPIO, which is pretty neat. I mean, I'm just, I, I think it's fantastic that, that things worked out the way they did, that I can just basically make an upgrade without making, I mean, I made changes to the circuit board, but not necessarily relating to the way it connects, if that makes any sense. You know, only, only potential drawback is it is 3.3 volts. I was a little bit, a little bit sketchy about the, uh, the lights, because I think they're supposed to be controlled by five volts nominally i think i'm running my leds on one of my macro pads at 3.3 for about a month yeah i i've been i've been i've been testing it out pretty extensively and it works great 
and just having talked to other people too, where they seem to, nobody seems to have any problem with it. Although I don't know that they uh, officially say it's good for that. So that's one thing that made me a little nervous, but I, th I think I'm, think I'm okay with that. One of the big benefits of it though, is that you can, like you said, you can program it in MicroPython, or I guess you didn't say that, but you can program it in MicroPython, CircuitPython, or Arduino's version of C. CircuitPython especially, you can actually send somebody a bundle of files and they can basically just transfer it over. Yeah. Just drop and it on there so like you don't it's a flash to, drive. Just drop, drop it like it's hot on the flash drive. And then it, it'll just boot up and start doing its thing. You don't have to install an Arduino IDE or anything. In fact, I think you can edit it in a text file. I, I think I've um, been experimenting a little bit. And that's a little bit, yeah, it seems a little touch and go, to be honest. It sounds like you're making steps towards the configuration of the macro pad being more accessible to less advanced users. And especially without needing the soldering iron to put one together. Yeah, then that's a good good way to put it. I guess I guess I hadn't even thought of it in that in those terms yet, but that's you're absolutely right. Well, I think you're doing a good job, Jeremy. I don't know well, thanks, what I do thanks, without Pat. my macro pad over here. I didn't pay for mine, so I'm a paid promotion, I guess. But I've got two of them on my desk. One of them, one of them is my podcasting macro pad over here for lighting and global lighting stuff mostly and my other one is for applications like davinci resolve and things on the one on my desk here right yeah i just i just love it for video editing it's you know it's like somebody i showed this to somebody the other day and he's like oh it's like you just made it for yourself and then sold it to other people well yeah that's pretty you much exactly what, I, itch, what I did <laughs> yeah and it seemed to seem to scratch a lot of other people's itches yeah that's maybe well, that's, that's the way it works that's the all the just best say. products are scratching an itch <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm really, really happy with it. Oh, the other thing is, I'm going to have to do a little redesign on this, but I had a PC fan running out the GPIO pins. Well, now that I have, have it running at 3.3 volts, that no longer really works. Although I have I have a solution for that, I think. I don't know if there's I anybody else that does that, so I'm not you, too worried about it. Jeremy, running a, running a little fan. <laughs> Maybe so. Well, if you, if you are running a fan or other accessories, then, you know, I guess you could ping me on Twitter and let me know. It's at Jeremy S. Cook. Or, uh, yeah, call in right now, actually. That, that'll be even better. You know, one thing that was that was interesting about this, I've been meaning and meaning to get into the RP2040 and start programming it. And it just kind of happened that things kind of lined up that I did a, um, a couple of articles for a company called Embedded Computing and actually did, like, a presentation for them today on that, like an intro to it. Like in video and, chat, video? Yeah, in, 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 in video. So that's that was kind of kind of neat. It's... And I won't talk about that what too much. What kind of I mean, audience can, was that? I guess you can watch. What, uh, yeah, I, I guess engineers, people that signed up through it, it was from uh, Embedded Computing, DigiKey, Embedded Computing, and then me. That was kind of the chain of uh, chain okay. of command, I guess. But yeah, basically people signed up to do it and we went live and stuff. And we had some technical problems beforehand, but it all seemed to kind of resolve itself. So that was, that was nice. And um but you know, I again, I won't really, I won't really go into it because, you know, it, it's out there, and if you want to watch the video, you can. So but, we can link um, to that in the description. Yeah, I, I suppose we could. That would be a that'd be a good idea. So I think it's supposed to be live within forty eight hours or something. But anyway, I, that being said, just you know, presenting, you know, I was talking to my wife about this. It's like, I really, um, I get a little bit nervous beforehand, but then like when you get into it, at least me, I. I really enjoy it. It's nice when you kind of know what you're talking about and you can just have an audience that's interested in hearing what you have to say too. It's kind of, 
it's kind of awesome. And then, you know, we get done with it and you're like, wow, that that's great. And uh, I don't know. Is that, is that how it is for you? It when is. You do stuff like I don't that, think or? I've ever done it on the internet before. I've only ever done it, you know, in front of a classroom before. But it's always, it's all, it's almost always a joy to teach a class of some sort. Yeah, every now and then, though, those in-person classes, though, somebody signs up just to say things that are contrary to what you're well, you know, somebody who's too advanced for a class try to say, no, 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 that's not the way you did. And you're like, well, listen, guy, I know, but you can't tell these 10 other people they don't, they're not advanced enough yet to skip ahead like you and I can, sir. Yeah, that, that's a, that's, so that sounds like the well, bad experience. it only you happens when we do this. At our makerspace, we taught a Rubik's Cube class. My friend Tommy, you know Tommy Trebuchet taught the class and he's not an advanced rubik's cube guy he learned how to solve a cube wanted to teach other people how to do the basic solving a cube two different people drove from 45 and 60 minutes away just to show people how fast they were at solving rubik's cubes (laughs) and (laughs) i mean i'm excited that they're excited and i'm glad that they can that they've you know they could do it in 30 seconds or whatever they could do it but i was excited that i solved the cube at all and i'm super pleased yeah yeah i don't really know how to, i don't know how to do I that i don't either i can't remember um, how to do it i can i can juggle oh, though I so can't that's, juggle. that's something i thought about learning that though i still haven't figured it out jeremy maybe the audience can help me out but i realized a couple of years ago that i learned how to ride an electric unicycle that seemed like a weird skill and a difficult skill to learn it's 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 not a yeah but i, I mean, feel like i should learn guy. another weird like juggling would probably qualify as a weird skill in yeah. I haven't come up with another I, I the next feel like, skill to practice and learn. I feel like I want to call myself a, a juggalo, but that's I don't that's really like insane clown that's posse that do much. Do they juggle? Well, well, they should. Maybe they should, but I don't know. I don't know. know. Do. I know they wear the makeup. I don't know. I, they do wear the makeup. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that person. But I think I think you should be ashamed of yourself if you're that person and you you can't juggle. Let us know in the comments if that's. I mean, maybe uh, that's if that's true. That's, let us know in the comments. That's my, that's my uh, controversial opinion of the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what else do we well, have on the agenda today, Pat? How the podcast is going and upcoming guests. And I want to mention we shouldn't talk about guests that we haven't actually that haven't actually said yes yet. We yeah, no, that's those. that's a good that's a good point. But we've we've been making some changes on YouTube and. Well, I don't know. I I felt like I was going to ask you a question there, but I'm just making a statement, so I don't. <laughs> no, let's, let's hear it, Pat. Because I I feel like I feel like I feel like you have been driving the YouTube changes and have both both figuratively and literally okay. been doing that. So what 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 are you? What's your thought process? Well, I've been what watching been doing? our Butter What Shows YouTube channel grow, and I've been watching the Create Invent YouTube channel just flatline for. For however, what, how long has the Butterwatch show been up? For a year and a half, maybe? Maybe? I don't know if that's true. Maybe. But I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in all of you folks out there on YouTube that aren't subscribing to us. But not really. I'm not, I'm not upset or anything. But I feel like we need to do something different on YouTube to appease the, the algorithm a little bit. Because I, we have good quality content here on the Create and Vent podcast, but YouTube isn't showing it to anyone. Pat and I are maybe our philosophical question was, you know, to me, to me, this is a primarily audio. You know, I, I, I feel like our audience is audio, but that's very hard. It's very yeah. hard to track that. 
because you know SoundCloud we get a certain number of downloads, and actually a pretty pretty good amount of downloads. But then you know, you think probably most people don't listen to it on SoundCloud, so it's it's hard to know. And you know with YouTube there is that reward of saying okay we have this many subscribers we know we're growing, yada yada yada. So I, I guess I just say that I don't want to discount discount the people who who listen because that's awesome and I think that's you know it's true that's where we, in a way it's I feel true. like that's it what we're here for. And we've been we've but. been trying to have we've been kind of trying to have parity between YouTube and the audio podcast where basically the same thing that's in the audio podcast is available on YouTube but with video. And YouTube doesn't like these right. hour long videos. What I'm thinking we're going to be doing is finding the five to 10 minute highlights from the podcast and publishing those as videos instead of the entire podcast on YouTube. Right. And well, we were, we we're going to, but we probably leave it as unlisted. Yeah, they'll still Is that be kind there. of our, yeah, our they'll still be available. Spot. Somebody can go, if somebody's yeah. motivated enough to want to watch us talk for an hour in video, they will be able to do that still. But we're hoping YouTube will right. start suggesting the five and 10 minute, uh, I mean, I'm making up these numbers. L- less than an hour. Like, the only one we've published so far. Right. We've done one. We published the Matt Perks. Uh... Oh, which Matt Perks did we publish? The, oh, yeah. The, 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 the camera. Yeah, camera the episode, fancy right? camera the... build. That one's 15 minutes. That's a long one. But we're learning. Yeah, but no, I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a good idea for, you know, both for, you know, getting people to watch and just from for the for the work standpoint because you know if we're going through an hour hour and a half long podcast for video trying to produce it for that that does take a decent amount of time so i think if we if we kind of focus down on what what is good the, the you know mine the gold or the uh you know mine mine the great stuff out of it and kind of you know it's all it's all good but some of it's more appropriate for audio than than video and I, th- I think that'll be a nice nice compromise i guess I, maybe not compromise isn't the right word but nice yeah, optimization i, think I, I so, suppose Jeremy. or or so we hope but yeah you know let, let us let us know i mean we'd yeah. love we'd love to hear from you guys i think my email address what hi at jeremyscook.com you can you can see that you can do that if you want or i I'm think what the you're head the, the head at pats and i respond to every yeah. email and, uh, every real email that i get I mean, if it gets caught by my spam filter, I'm sorry. I'm oh. not good at mining my spam. Jeremy, but, I have I have an interruption to make. And I just noticed this. I don't know how long he's okay. been waiting. Someone named Mr. Four Bits is waiting in the lobby. Should I let him in? To... Okay. We will let him in okay. in just a minute. I, I need to okay. say one thing first. What we're thinking is that every third Thursday of the month, we will release a podcast or do a live stream, et cetera, et cetera. Starting is today, the third starting Thursday? today. I mean, we won't have this out. It's close to it if it's uh, not. You know, it's I the twentieth, so it has to it, be. It could be it, the well, second, but it's probably the third. So no, we're not going to have this out to, today. But it is. We are doing the live stream today. So so what we're what we're trying to commit to, and who knows what'll who knows what'll happen, but we're going to try to make the third Thursday of the month Publish. when we put out our. Podcast. I think it sounds good to is me. That, so there will be one pat? on Thanksgiving I, I like, every year. I so feel like when you're done eating your turkey and you're tired, okay, Ma- it'll be time to come listen to us. Maybe. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to figure out Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll figure out something. Anyway, 
holidays when there's no holiday. Well, and you know, you all this stuff you can schedule third Thursday. published, Jeremy. So it's not like we have to be there on Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, well, Pat, Pat, Pat and I had like a very uh, yeah. soft agreement on this. So we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to squeeze out the details. I will not squeeze anything Squeeze out, out. the details? Si- sure. Siphon Maybe. out the details? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Sounds it good sounds to you, Pat. Fantastic. Okay. Well, let's, see what let's, uh, let's talk to Mr. Forbid. Let's see what happens. <laughs>